Hello, friends. Welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. My name is Oluwashino Akonde from Lagos, Nigeria. On today's episode of the podcast, we are focusing on relationship. More often than not, we get to have people who tend to focus on, you know, the red flags in relationships. I mean, there's so much attention. There's so much knowledge about what to look out for if you are going to, you know, say no to a guy, if you are going to discontinue a relationship. However, I believe it is important to also pay attention to relationship green flags. And that is why on the show today, I'm discussing with someone whom I believe is going to help us do justice to this conversation. Relationship green flags. What should you look forward to? What should you look at? What should you pay attention to? And on today's episode of the Faith Culture Podcast, please welcome, it's me, Sarah Vincent. Sarah Vincent, you're welcome to the show today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Yeah, Hi, everyone. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm so delighted to have you on the show. I mean, uh, you know, you are, you are a pastor wife. You are greatly involved in ministry with your with your husband. Who, you know, uh, mm-hmm. God is helping you guys. And you're also a banker. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe you can, you know, you can do justice to the conversation today because you've probably had lots of blessings share experiences with you. You've had to counsel people. And for the fact that you are, you know, your, your focus, your, um, you know, ministry focus is um, particularly women. I believe you have so much to share with us. And I know you've also had to talk to men as well and not, you know, just women or ladies. Uh, so, um, yeah. But before we sort of um, you know, dive into the conversation today, you know, I would love you to sort of share with our listeners, um, you know, your God experience briefly. Okay. So, I mean, I have many God experiences, really. Yeah. Um, God has through for me in so many ways that I can't even um, start listing. Um, so from my God experience, how my own revelation of who God is, is God being too faithful. You know, there are a lot of times where, you know, I, I almost um, gave up, you know, or I almost got into trouble or I was walking in the valley of the shadow of death, literally. And then God came through to me um, for me. So so let me just give one typical example. Um, that was when I was pregnant. I mean, it was I had a terrible experience while I was pregnant, like um, three years ago. Right. I, I was sick. I mean, I was terribly sick. I was in the, in fact, the hospital was my house, was my home. In fact, I'm at midnight, I'll, go, I'll be in the hospital. My husband will carry me. I wasn't on any medication. Like I wasn't on any routine drug for a pregnant woman. You know how my son, how I was able to give birth to a bouncing baby boy. I mean, it was just God because uh, I mean, on a normal, like through the medical um, procedure, um, procedures or diagnostics, you would, I mean, you would not think that, oh, I would give birth to a healthy child um, like that. And God came through for me. I remember there was a time when, before, when I just found that I was pregnant, you know, God told me, don't worry, I have got you. And I was like, okay, I mean, normal stuff. You know, he said, I should get ready, get ready, but I have got you. And I didn't really understand what it meant until I went through the journey, the painful journey. I mean, to the point where I had kidney stones, you know, I had issues with my some, some of my organs, you know, because of pregnancy. I mean, it was quite terrible, but God was there for me. And 
Wow. At some point, I, I I felt Jesus touch me by by the shoulder and told me, "I've got you again." That was into when I was already full full blown into the pregnancy, and then I knew that you know what, God is too faithful to fail, and He will carry me. So that's one of my God experiences. Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I mean, while that why why I find that very inspiring, I also feel it is important to let our listeners, you know, into your background story of how you met Christ, and I. Would just love you to you know take us memory lane into uh you know that particular moment where you felt okay oh god you know i'm starting a relationship with you can you let us into that yeah, yeah. so that that's that's like my first let's say my first god experience yeah. um it was it was breaking i was broken as in i was actually crying um i read a book um called the man god uses by oswald j smith and you know that was the book that changed my life and you know when i got to the end you know when he was talking about how you know the holy spirit the part of the holy spirit in us um how we can surrender our lives i just thought about different things that i had gone through in the past um in my past life and i just started crying i was in the university then um i was i think it was it was in 200 level i mean i knew like i was a church girl you know in that sense but you know there's a there's a there's a difference between being a church girl and having a relationship and having that deep connection i was i didn't have any deep correct connection or experience and that was it for me that was my turning point you know and that was when you know the gift of god now became a reality to me right it's now started finding expression yeah so that's it now to the focus of the conversation um you know we have before us you know, it's um, on green flags in relationships, right? But um, if I may ask you, what, why do you think it is important for us to have this conversation? Okay, so, um, I mean, if we look at how things are going right now, um, we see that there are a lot of marriages that happen, but do these marriages last? And why don't they last, you know? Um, I think that, I mean, it's a very beautiful thing when we do a wedding and all that, you know, the glam and everything. I'm getting married. You know, that feeling of I'm getting married, the idea. People just like the ideas. There are some people that just love the idea of getting married, but they are not really, they don't really have that understanding of what marriage really is because marriage is a journey. You are like, it's a very long journey with one person who God has already ordained for you you know, to work, to work with and, you know, to go through your purpose with you. And if you don't have that understanding, then you've failed already because this person is the person you're going to see all your life, is the person you're going to be with all your life. You're going to exchange your dreams, your visions, etc. So um, the fact that marriages are, you know, are, are not are not seen as a journey right now marriages are just marriages are just like a phase this is just a phase of my life um, i was married i was once married you know it's very important for us to look deep into this topic to see what exactly is the root cause what's the issue what are people missing yes wow fantastic fantastic now just uh, before I begin, before you begin to give us the green uh, flags to look out for, uh, I know there's something about the essence of marriage, and I feel that you know the essence of marriage is um, expected to be built on the green flags in relationships, right? But briefly, what exactly is the essence of marriage? Why is marriage, you know, so important? Why 
you know, why, why, why is it such an important thing? Why is it so dear to God and, you know, and all of that? Okay, so um, the Bible says in Genesis 1.26, it says, and God said, let us make man in our own image and after our likeness and let them have dominion. So dominion, first of all, is the reason why God has even created us to take dominion right taking dominion you know in the spiritual sphere in all spheres of life right man itself is a spirit so even as a spirit you are supposed to take dominion because god has seen you as his own likeness right now and then god said in 28 he says god blessed them and said be fruitful multiply and subdue right yeah. so as part of taking dominion you know being fruit and um, brings fruitful multiplication subduing those things are like the under the subtopics or the sub um assignments but the main assignment is to what is to take dominion you know multiplying in taking dominion of course you have to multiply to the ends of the earth is not just yeah. at a particular point right now yeah. the bible also says that two work together except they be agreed now yeah. even if you are in friendship right the reason why you are going to you want to have a friend is because you believe that there is something there is a there is something that you know sings with the both of you right yeah. now can two work together except they be agreed now as a couple as a man and as a woman you are supposed to agree in the fact that god has already created me to take dominion in all spheres of life right now the purpose of this thing called marriage is to manifest your purpose is to manifest the purpose that god has already created um, as god has already created you for now god mm. created you to take dominion he created yeah. me to, to take dominion he created my husband to take dominion we are supposed to do it together we're supposed to agree together in taking this dominion you know in multiplication in being fruitful in being productive in our difference you know some i might be a musician he might be a doctor we are supposed to how do we you know take this dominion how do we become people of influence you know in different areas of life that's really the purpose and that's why god called god will call your spouse your help meets you know, he will call the woman your helpmate because you are supposed to, you were created to help. We are supposed to, we are meeting together to help each other, you know, in fulfilling the purpose that God has created us for. So yes, that's the essence. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. And I know it's not easy to actually find someone that can do life with you, you know, in fulfilling this purpose. And I know that is what we need to look out for these green flags in someone that you know can help us to mm-hmm. dominate and help us to fulfill God's mandate for our life. So what do I mean whether a guy or a lady you know need to look out for in their partner or prospective partner when considering you know a dating relationship or considering marriage. Okay. So I'll just um talk about just a short story. You know, you were saying, um, you said initially that people look out, look at the red flags instead of really looking at um, the green flag. Maybe because they've had history or a background of hurts. You know, sometimes you are looking at your mom and you're saying, oh, this was what she went through. So she's the book I'm reading. Or you're looking at your environment. You know, that's the book you are reading. And you're like, you know what? This is not what I want, right? These are the things that, you know, hurt people in the past i don't want to see 
I don't want to have this kind of experience. So this, so I, I, I personally, so I, I used to have um, a list on my wardrobe. Then when I was single, the list was what I do not want to see. <laughs> like what I don't want to marry. Do you understand? Yeah. And and these things were really like we like calling mundane. Like oh, I don't want him to be from this tribe. I didn't want him to look this way because I feel like oh, people from this tribe might be uh, wicked people. So they say I don't want him to look this way because if he looks this way, then when I give birth to my children, how would they? You know things like that. I I don't want him to. And I, I needed him to speak in a particular way. You know those are for me. If if. If um, he didn't speak this particular way, or if he came from another tribe, that was a red flag, you know? Things that were not really concrete, right? Those were the things that I looked at as my red flags. And really, that's what we, that's what it is. People, yeah. I mean, more often than not is, I don't want him to be poor. That's like a red flag. If I see a guy that is not, that is poor, that is, then it's a red flag for me. Do you yeah. understand? Not and then they, you won't consider. Okay, if he has money, but he just slaps me or something, maybe that I'll be able to manage because what I'm seeing, I'm looking at the material things more. I'm looking at things that are physical more than you know over what really it should be. Because at the end of the day, when you get into marriage, these things that you're looking at, the material things will fade away, you know, or they would not really make valuable sense because there are some decisions that you need to make. And you don't need, it's not the money that you really need. It's not the money that he has or that she has that will be needed at that time. It's the value, the, the, the values the person has, you know, the spiritual sense that the person has, you know, how attentive he is to God, you know, those are the things that will be needed. So, you know what, at a point I did, I just, I think the, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I just thought, away my list i just thought away i mean i didn't care anybody could walk into the room and see the list that was it that was what was my ideal or was the thing were the things that i would not want to see you know and even sometimes i'll i'll say you know there were, i had some friends you know that want to probably hook me up you know with people to say i want you to meet my friend i would just tell them this have you seen my list these are the things oh <laughs> <laughs> it's a red flag if these things are there, don't bother. Just, oh yeah, to the next, you know? So that was it for me. But, you know, the Holy Spirit had to tell me that, girl, it is not, this is not how it's going to work. And I had to tear it off, right? So, what are the I, I, things? I was like, there. Yeah. I, I was, I was, I was okay, like, so how was it for me? It was, it was, so it was hard because after that, I had, to, I, I went into another relationship, right? It was very difficult for me but I was able to see the essence of what the Holy Spirit was telling me. Now, when I got into the other relationship, I still, so because of the fact that um, in my head, I already understood what the Holy Spirit was saying that, oh, it's not about that. So I was now, I now got to a point of compromise to say, okay, so it's not about that. So what if, okay, the guy is a Christian. Okay, that's fine. Even though he's not this height or not this look is okay. And he wasn't the person that God had ordained for me because there was some drama involved, exes and all those things. Do you understand? Involved. And even though, so why did I say it was hard? It was hard because I was still there. I was still trying to press in. I was still trying to force it to say, uh, the anyway, he was still, 
he still understands, he still knew if I talked about God, he would say something, he would reply, he would give me a response too about God. You understand? So for me, that was like, okay, that means it's okay. So God can change him, God can. But that was not it, really. It wasn't about that. So I needed to, you know, one day God just told me, see, just relax, just relax. And I told God that, you know what? I want your trusted son. And that was it for me. I just ended it and just closed the case, you know. And by the time, you know, it was now time for me to now meet, you know, my husband and all of that. It was, that was another entire encounter. God had to deal with me separately to prepare me, to let me know that, oh, this is the person that you are going to get married to, you know, and all of that. And it wasn't in the red, like the red flag, like if I was still thinking of, oh, my red flags, then I probably would have been, I will have been single by now. Do you understand what I mean? So I, it's very important to listen to what God is saying. You know, yeah. there is, you know, you know, the Bible talks about God's good will, acceptable will and perfect will. I always say that I want, even though there are different wills, I want God's perfect will for me. Right. So yeah. that was it for me. Okay. So now, yeah. what are these green flags that we should actually yeah. look out for, you know, yeah. when considering someone for a serious relationship? Please help, help us, you know, help us with that list. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. So, um, so you want to get into um, a serious relationship, right? But, so first but of the, all, just a short. But no, some person might be actually asking, what exactly do you guys mean by green flags in relationships, exactly. right? Okay, so maybe you should help us understand what do we really mean by green flags and what are the green flags to sort of look out for if this person is yeah. the person you like with not. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so you, I mean, the difference between a red flag and a green flag, a red flag is to say, oh, stop. These are the things that I don't want to see. A green flag, if a green flag is like a traffic light that says go. So if I see someone, these are the things yeah. that you know tick the boxes for me. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. It must tick the boxes according to God's yeah. own boxes. It shouldn't be by your own definition or by your own standards, really. Right? It shouldn't just be by your standard. You have to make sure that God is. God's um, idea of, of ma what marriage is or God's instruction of what marriage is, you know, it sinks into it. So, you know, it's just like saying, oh, this this guy or this girl is uh, tick. Okay, that's a green flag for me. You understand? So that does, that, that, that's what a green flag is. So I'll just um, list a bit, you know, just part of the green flags. Now, first of all, I want to say that you yourself, you have to be totally surrendered to God, right? You cannot, you cannot be looking, yeah, you cannot have a, you cannot be looking forward to seeing a green flag in someone else and your own is the red flag, it's the total opposite <laughs> of it, right? You cannot say, yeah. I want someone who loves the Lord and you don't love the Lord. You understand? You're not surrendered to God. You don't just care about the things of God. You understand? You know when people say, oh, I want a, a good girl with a bad girl vibe. I want a bad girl with a good... You can't just... You can't have... You can't just have those two things together. You are you are either one, you can't be lukewarm, you can't be cold or you have to be either cold or hot, right? So you have to yourself 
be who you are looking out for be who you be you have to be the green light you know first of all you have to change in your character your you know you have to be pruned by the holy spirit right so that's it so first of all love for god and things of god the person's love for god and things of is the person interested Hello, Aide. Okay. Yes, is the person interested in in things of God, right? Yeah. Does the person love God? How do you know if someone loves God? Just go to First Corinthians thirteen. Okay. First Corinthians thirteen tells us about who Jesus was, his character, and his character says that love is kind, love is patient. If you have some, of course, you have to be someone like that. You have to say, I want to love the way Jesus loves me. Right? Yeah. I, ha- I have to love the way Jesus loves me. And if you are like that, you'll be able to see, you, you are going to be a reflection of who the person you are, so you are dating is. Now, does this person have the love for God and the things of God? Is this person interested in, oh, I want to... You know, I'm, I'm interested in, oh, this is what the Lord has told me today. Or oh, I had a dream. I have a feeling about something. Oh, you are going for an interview. Okay, let's pray about it. Have you spoken to God? Is the person interested in what God has to say? Right? Yeah. I don't know if you understand what I mean. Yeah, I do. If the person interested, that's the love of God and the things of God. Another thing is his interest, her interest in whatever drives you. Sorry, you're muted. And your video is off. Sorry about that. I don't know. I think. Um, so another thing is his, your, his interest in whatever drives you. So. What drives you, first of all? I want to go into fashion. I like anything that has to do with fashion, music. You know, I just have a passion for something. Is he interested in it? There was a time I was having a conversation with a friend. She says that, oh, she, she likes going to the studio. Of course, she's a gospel um, artist. And she likes going to, to the studio, singing and all of that. You know, she has recorded some songs. But the person that is on her case is not interested oh i want to go and you know do this video i want to record something no no video okay you know just that laid back attitude you know or that kind of you know it can give you a vibe a discouraged vibe you know it can pass that kind of message across to you to feel like what are you even going for what are you i don't believe in your dream i don't believe in what you are what you are what, what are you on about and that is really a, you know when we talk about when the god when god said let us um, make man in our own image and let them have dominion you are supposed to help me take dominion in that sphere of life that i'm that i want to go and meet so if you're not interested in that how are we going to be sync it's not possible so he has to be she has to be interested in what drives you Right, she has to be interested in, in 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 the purpose that God has called you for. 
God has called you to maybe take care of orphanage or of, of the orphans. And he doesn't he doesn't care or she doesn't even care about it. You will not be you yourself, you won't be interested because really when you know you are with someone, right? When you are working with someone day in, day out, whatever the the person has an influence over you, and you also have an influence over the person. So if today you are being discouraged, tomorrow you are being discouraged, over time you find yourself you know, subconsciously you are getting discouraged, you're no more enthusiastic about what you want to do or what you are passionate about right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. if his interest or her interest or you know does not align with what you are interested in or the person is not even interested at all yeah. you know somebody your your husband comes back from work and maybe the, your husband is a doctor or a lawyer and you're not interested yeah. in oh how was the how did case go today you know who do you get who won the just let me go yeah will come back do you understand? So, person is going to be interested in things outside. There is no yeah. how. If you are not, you get. So that's just. Wow, great stuff, great stuff there. Okay, you are muted and your video is off again. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. So, um, the person I'm dating is a doctor. I am like you, you every time. All these dead bodies. I, I don't even know how, how do you even do it. All these, I, 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 yeah, man. You know, you are just I mean, passing the kind of comments. Eventually, you are just passing those kind of comments. And I, I, this is your work. I don't know. I don't know. He's the only person that that is going to that, is, that works in this company. You know those kind of things. And this person is really interested. It's all of you to say, oh. When are you going for the next professional course? You know, how was it today? You know, it just gives you that encouragement that, you know what, it means that somebody has my back and somebody wants me to go further. Before you know it, you are taking dominion. You are fulfilling the purpose that God has called you for. So he or she has to be interested in whatever drives you. Right? So if he or she has plans for marriage with you, is the person looking at you as a husband or as a wife? You know that kind of story, the kind of story that goes, oh, thank you, you did this for me. Your husband would enjoy you. Your wife would enjoy you. <laughs> so is, is that the kind of person you are with? You know, does he see you as a husband? Does he see you as a wife? Oh, this is the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. I mean, let's not, let's not the reason why, you know, ideally, the reason why we go into relationships, the ideal thing is because, oh, we are supposed to look at this person as someone I want to end up with. I want to spend the rest of my life with. Not games, you know. Yeah. We are not playing games to say, oh, this one, I don't want to test to say, to see if, oh, maybe this one, I just want to have fun. Friends with benefit, those kind of things. It doesn't work in the kingdom, right? This is faith culture. This is not, it is not, this is not the culture, right? You're supposed to look at someone as, oh, this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life. Does he see you as a husband or as a wife? You know, there was, there's, there was, there was, there's someone I know that she was dating somebody. She was dating this guy. She was always going to the house, clean, cook, whatever, fry, mop, <laughs> you know, if, like wife duties putting him on his, on her, you know, status. Oh, my God, I love you, my this, my that. Taking him everywhere, like church, praying for him and all of that. But after they broke up, like, 
under six months, the guy was married. And my question is, why? So, he, what is the problem here? Why did he? How come he got married after six months? You know, when you broke up after six months, or after all you did, your cleaning and your sweeping and everything, he did not see you as a wife material. He didn't see you as that. He didn't just see you as that because I mean, for for, for somebody to give you a breakup notice and then get married after six months or after one year then he didn't see you as that then you were wasting your time yeah you understand sometimes we give people things without really waiting to understand if they've received it feedback is important and that's where you know in communication that's where communication is complete when feedback is received so when you do something for someone you make an investment in someone you know especially in relationship you must be able to on you must to receive that feedback to say oh this person this guy or this lady is interested in the things or appreciates the things that i've done to him or to her how will you know you might not know physically it's not just by saying oh thank you oh i appreciate the holy spirit will tell you will reveal it says the holy spirit is the revealer of deep things right yeah, yeah. so the holy spirit will reveal the other person to you do you understand? So that's it. Yeah. Now, please go ahead. Okay, so the next one is if there are boundaries established when it comes to premarital sex. Mm. No matter how good someone is, no matter how old this person loves the Lord. This person is interested in my be in my well-being. But when it comes to that, you're like, oh, let me just, okay, let me just give in. I mean, at the end of the day, we are going to get married. No. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. The Bible says in Hebrew 13, it calls marriage honorable and such, such that the bed must be undefiled. Yeah. When I was you know when i started you know dating like going into relationships right i always stated i was always stating it that i'm not going to do this with you it's not part of the <laughs> will i say contract it's not part of the agreement it's not going to be part of the agreement so no matter how much you it's not going to happen you understand or i mean at the end of the day of course <laughs> i was having broken relationships because of course maybe if you get what I mean, like that part, that aspect was not, um, I wasn't providing in that aspect. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So get it from somewhere else. But because the Holy Spirit is a revealer, you know, he was able to bring me out of those. So it's either you are into it and you are going to, and you are facing God or you just don't do it and you please God. That's just, that's just the truth. It is a sin. God yeah. in the Bible, He always mentions it fornication, fornication. You understand? The Holy Spirit is available, His grace yeah. is sufficient. When the yeah. Holy Spirit says, My grace is sufficient for you, it includes in, in sin. You understand? He's going to assist yeah. you and help you overcome it. Yeah, okay. You're muted, and the video is up. Okay, so the Holy Spirit is available for you to overcome every sin, every transgression. 
by his grace as long as you can plunge into the grace of god he can help you you know you, someone might say oh it's not that easy or oh, it's not easy it's not as easy as you. i understand what you mean i mean these are bodies that were created that is, yeah. is part of your dna it's part of your um, makeup you understand yeah. so there are not things that we are going to say oh it's it's just one of those things and just overlook it but the grace of god is always there is always available for you if you can always plunge into it right so let it be stated you know if it's stated if the guy is in agreement is in alignment with you to say oh i agree i don't think that you know this is right you should not do this then it's a green flag for me it's a, it's a green flag it is yeah that was the first person i ever dated that that was in alignment with me in the matter of sex you understand first ever no other person was in that so i was alone <laughs> i was on my own you understand so that felt like yeah i felt empowered i felt, I felt good ambassador <laughs> oh my god this is it i mean if someone aligns you know so you need someone like that you need that kind of strength you need that kind of person because sometimes it might be you know sometimes it's even possible that oh you you might feel like oh maybe i should just come and the person is like don't come near me don't try to get he has already given because you've already set that boundary so it is it's going to be very difficult for two of you to now fall because you are already anchored in the grace of god if you get what i mean now so the bible says in proverbs in proverbs 13 20 it says that he who works with the wise will be wise a companion of fools shall be destroyed so your association with him or her what has it what value has it brought to the table if you want to list out the things that oh my this person i'm dating or this person i'm going out with what value has it brought for me you know has it brought value to me or has it take you have to be honest with yourself i have dated someone that you know i couldn't like i didn't i mean i i always loved the lord but it wasn't just because that fire was not there there so i didn't have the fire as well you know i was just there i was just complacent i'm just you know yeah i love god and i go to church i was now becoming that kind of person you know i wasn't as hot as before because really sometimes you want to pray and everything that's like okay what is it now calm down oh i want to sleep you know you just have that you are so you are just discouraged and everything so you need someone that also makes you do better that always wants to make you you know that is always saying something positive to you to your life you understand you also have to have someone that is you know that is inspired you know sometimes you need you need people that the reason why i admire this person is because he, he has a goal is a man of vision she's a woman of vision and that's what following her that's why i'm following him even as friends so you need someone like that if you have someone like that that is a green flag for you sure right sure. that's a great flag so those are the few green flags that i have I've stated five wow. of them. So yeah. yeah. I mean, awesome, awesome. And just before I let you go, uh it's important to also understand that there are, you know, there are folks who currently uh you know, I mean the guy the guy or the lady that in a relationship with 
you know, it's just showing them red flags up and down, and yeah. they don't have the courage yeah. to sort of so leave those relationships. Yeah. Uh, how do you advise people who, who tend to, you know, see people who have red flags and they are dating them currently and don't want to like, you know, come out of it? You know, you were able to come out of your own, you know, dating relationships that were not really helping you and all of that. So, but I mean, that is a courageous move. Most persons don't have that courage. But how, okay, how can you help them, you know, build up the courage to also, you know, come out of such relationships and, you know, do what is pleasing to God? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I I want you to know that it is it's about God. It is God or nothing. It is God's opinion or nothing. At the end of the day, you are still going to, you know, go back to your maker. You are still going to go back to God. At that point, is he going to call you a good and faithful servant? Were you faithful to him? So first, have the fear of God. When you have the fear of God, then you'll be able to align your ways according to what God says. Now, when you say, God, this thing is difficult for me. It's not like it was easy for me like that, right? I needed the Holy Spirit to help me. Yeah. I told yeah. the Holy Spirit, see, First of all, what is not good for me, I don't want to be in it. As long as it is not your will, I don't want to. Do, I don't want to be in it. But if, peradventure, I'm in it by mistake or by my own making, I want you to take me out of it. I want you to organize it, organize events, just work things out to take me out of it. Do you know why I told him that? Because I was sure that God was able to do that for me because I already have that knowledge and understanding that God, the God that did this for this person or the God that did this in this time, the God that did this for Ruth, that organized the event for her, you know, because I already had that understanding of the word. I already had an understanding of who the Holy Spirit is. So I could now use it. I could now use my understanding to ask for what I wanted. So I asked him, I said, the Holy Spirit, just remove me out of it somehow. Even if that removing it would pain me, would hurt me, would stab me, just remove me out of it. So you need to have that relationship with God. You need to understand, you need to know God for yourself, not from somebody telling you about, you need to know who God is for yourself. When you know who God is for yourself, you will be able to ask God to navigate in this area, in that area. If we talk about grace in sex, if you don't have a relationship with God, you might not really understand it. I don't know if you get me. You might not really yeah. understand how to say, oh God, I know that, oh, this is a challenge that I'm facing, but I know you are able to do it and I want you to, your grace to be sufficient for me in this aspect, right? So if you don't have an understanding of God, you know, if, if you are not relating with God as much, you won't be able to ask him for the boldness, really. God does not remove anger from people. There is a situation that would happen that will still make you angry. That is where you will now, you know, the grace of God will now find expression in you. Of God, absolutely. Yeah. So you have to have that relationship with God, and you know, because we can't say, "Oh, read a book on bold, how to be bold." It's not going to work. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit has to help you. Absolutely. Wow, well, this has been an insightful conversation. And I love the fact that you've been so vulnerable with us and you've shared your own personal 
you know experiences on this conversation okay so just before we call it a wrap what will be your final words on this topic green flags in relationships okay so my final um, words would be that first of all um the god that created you is the god that created the person that you are you want to date or you are looking out you are looking at um also know that people are bound to make mistakes yeah. people are bound to make mistakes but let the holy spirit guide you into who exactly is genuine you need to understand that that the holy spirit can tell you who is genuine no matter how much of a mistake the person was or is or, the, or no matter what the mistake person had done or no matter how imperfect someone is the holy spirit can tell you his, and show you his own perfect will for you that's wow great stuff thank you so much uh, for thank you so much we dropped today okay listeners i believe you've been really blessed by you know this conversation with my special guest i i mean it's a new year and i hope that as you go about looking out for who to do life with you're going to remember these green flags you're going to pay attention to them you know focus on them while you're talking to the guy or talking to the lady you're going to just on the you know somewhere in your heart remember what we've shared today and not just fully focus on the red flags which are good right but at the same time look out for the qualities that uh, you know that god you know that really matters to god you know and then you know consider the person for a relationship don't go into a relationship and then you start considering these green flags or whether these green flags are there before you commit this is important to look at them right and i pray that god is going to help you in your own relationship just like he has helped uh, you know um sarah today has helped a whole lot of persons you know listening to us you know out there you also will be helped marvelously in jesus name amen so this is the faith for the podcast i mean we don't love to come to the end of important conversations like this but we have to and i really want to appreciate you for taking our time to you know listen to the conversation today and if you are new to the show i want to welcome you especially and i would love you to please do me a favor hit the subscribe button or follow wherever you are watching or listening from also share this episode with someone let them also be blessed and if you have been listening for a while as well i want to say thank you so much i mean you guys are giving me the encouragement to continue with this podcast yeah you know but um i still have a favor you know to ask of you please could you share this episode with someone as well let them also be blessed just as you have been blessed and i look forward to coming your way another time but before then ensure you get your faith out and it is showing wherever you are and may god bless you mentally in jesus name special thanks to my guest today um okay Lua sarah vicent who has been so amazing talking to us about this important conversation i hope some other time we'll get to invite her uh to talk about another subject she will be with to be on the show thank you guys and i love you stay blessed